What if I told you for $1, I would introduce you to many different entrepreneurs this week. From all across the country, you'll be able to talk to many different entrepreneurs and I'll coach you for $1 this whole week. And I'll introduce you to my successful friends for a dollar this week. Would you take part of that? Well, go to morningmindsetcoffee.com because that's exactly what we're doing here. It's the only organization that gathers entrepreneurs for the betterment of entrepreneurship every single day, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern. We get together, we're growing, we're learning, we're leveling up, we're building on our network, we're building on our net worth, we're earning, we're reading. We got a book club. You'll see a bunch of entrepreneurs coming together, reading the same books every single day, growing together. You need that environment to grow. MorningMindsetCoffee.com. One dollar. I'm going to give you all of this for one dollar. If you want to stay, great. It's $50 a month after that. But right now, we're still running a seasonal promotion where I think the price is somewhere around $25. So get it before the price changes again. If not, no obligation. You can leave whenever you want. All right? MorningMindsetCoffee.com. I'll see you in the morning. So what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Internet's number one podcast on mindset. We're here to break down and analyze the characteristics, strategies, and stories of successful entrepreneurs, investors, and high achievers so that together we can learn from their mistakes, be inspired by their victories, and replicate their formulas for success. I'm your host, Marlon Johnson, farmer, parkour athlete turned real estate investor, full-time entrepreneur, and I'm on a mission to become a multi-millionaire before 30 so that I can teach others how to do the same. Today, my guest is a man who has been on a rampage for the last few months, growing his business, educating the community, and changing the conversation around consumer credit and, frankly, changing lives. The first time I heard him speak, he actually, I'm not joking, he literally melted my mind. And I was just like, yo, this guy understands the financial system on a way that most people just don't even know. So through study and application, he's taken his own credit score from a 604 up to an 805 in just six months. And with that, his life was transformed. I'm talking banking institutions, auto dealerships, opportunities came flying at him. The money came chasing after him. So today we're going to dive into all things consumer credit law. We're going to learn how to delete anything off your consumer record. And what we're going to be doing is learning about how taking control of your credit allows you to take control of your life and open doors you don't even know exist. So please allow me to introduce you to Doreen Delavante, a.k.a. Mr. Credit Hero, a.k.a. Mr. Do For Self, a.k.a. Mr. Consumer Law Mastery. Doreen, brother, welcome to the show. Hey, King, what's going on? How are you? I'm doing so, so, yo, this 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 has been long in the making, bro. This has been long in the making, way, way overdue. <laughs> and I'm so happy that we're here and we are going to provide to the people we're going to bring this sauce, this fire, this consumer law, the real truth about credit to the people. So I really am happy that um, we were able to make this happen. So thank you very, very much. I know, man. Yo, you're a busy man. You're helping a lot of people. So before we get into it, because I do want to tap into your brain and I want to share with people, but I want them to know a little bit about who you are, right? A little bit about where you came from and what you're like, who you are. So um, I'm Jamaican. <laughs> I've only been living in the United States um, going 12 years now. Um, I'm in the military. 
I came here in a school, work, and travel program. I joined the military. I got my citizenship. I got denied, 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 and I was tired of it. You needed a co-signer. You needed a co-signer. You needed a co-signer. I was tired of it, and I didn't know why. So then I heard about this thing called credit. I'm like, why does a three-digit number control my life? But I was ignorant at the time. I didn't comprehend what was actually going on. And that this whole country is run on credit, right? So it was like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure it out because we don't really have a credit system in Jamaica. We don't. So coming here, hearing that you need credit, you know, I'm like, what are these people talking about? So after finally deciding that you can't fight it, is it like, it's like the wave is coming and you're surfing, but you're surfing against the wave. You're going you're gonna to die, bro. Like, no, you surf with the wave, not against the wave. So I learned that the hard way. After countless denials, countless you need co-signers, countless you're not qualified, I was like, enough is enough. So I started learning the system. I deployed um, with the military in Kuwait. I read 140 books. Um, The books that changed my life, two books, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. When I read those books, bro, my life, I was never the same. I was, so Rich Dad, Poor Dad, it works on your financial mindset. And Think and Grow Rich works on the possibilities of that mindset. It is, bro, my mind was never the same after those books. So what the first thing I learned from Robert Kiyosaki is the rich don't work for money. The rich have money work for them. Mm-hmm. And you don't trade time for money. Which, which is what 98% of people do. You trade money for time. So I'm on a mission now to buy my time back so I can use my time to do whatever I want. Like now, I'm full-time entrepreneur. I'm not full-time with the military anymore. I don't have to ask for, can I go on vacation? I got to wait for approval. I need to travel. No, bro, I am out. All I need is Wi-Fi. If I have Wi-Fi, I can work from anywhere in the world. It doesn't matter where. My business can be ran from anywhere in the world. I'm in Atlanta right now. I live in New York. I'll be in Atlanta for the next five days. I can literally go anywhere. All I need is Wi-Fi. See, that's crazy. You just you dropped a lot of sauce already, right? Like, first off, people listen. He said his life began to change when he picked up a book, two books. You need to have these books in your library. If you don't have Rich Dad, Poor Dad, if you don't have Think or Grow Rich, your library is incomplete. You need to have these books. And they changed your life, right? It was a paradigm shift. You realize- Oh, 100%. My paradigm was different. Everything was different. The people I associated with was different. I cut a lot of people off. Um, Bruh, I cut a lot of people off. Because now they cannot see my vision anymore. My vision now was outside of the realm of what they think is possible. There are- nine to fivers government jobs stuff like that so when you say you know go start a business why would i do that got a government job pension 401k tsp ira retirement they don't comprehend invest all go all in build a business it fails build it again Get all your savings in there. The shit fails. Borrow some money and do it again. Like that type of stuff. Like, dude, I am willing to sacrifice five years of my life of straight grinding in the trench for a lifetime of freedom. 
let's talk about that for a second because this is something that it's funny. I had this questions like this later on, but I think it's important and imperative that we're talking about this now at the very beginning of this episode because we're talking about the mental shift that needs to happen, right? Because if the mindset doesn't change, then we can give you all the tactics, all the techniques. We can tell you every bit of advice, step ones through 10, but you won't take it because the mindset has you locked up. Yep. Right? You started changing your environment. You started changing who you're speaking with. I mean, mm-hmm. that's how you and I even like resonated. You and I mm-hmm. resonated when we met up in Jersey and both of us yep. were speaking on the stage. And yep. you know, I was like, my mind was blown when you were speaking. And then you connected when I was speaking on the campfire effect about changing the inner circle. Yep. So can we talk about that for a second on how important it is to recognize your circle and who you're allowing in it to influence you and who you're influencing? So you feed your mind the things you want to become. If you feed your mind garbage, you're going to become garbage. If you watch garbage and consume garbage, you're going to become garbage. But what happens when you feed your mind positive self-developments, affirmations, aspirations, goals, right? Tasks, businesses, things you want to become, you will become that. You can't plant a corn seed and expect to reap peach. You plant corn, you get corn. You plant peach, you get peach. It's just how it goes. So self-development and mental health are two of the most biggest and important part of the person that I am today. Because if I didn't learn to master my emotions, people would have power over me. But when you master your truth, own your truth, and master your emotions, you have control of how you react. People can say whatever they want to say. It's how you react that makes a difference. I control my reactions. I won't respond to you. So when you think you're having a conversation, you're not. You're talking to yourself because I'm zoned out, bro. You know what? What's interesting, too, is this is something I noticed about you from like just the times we've communicated, the times we've talked. You have a level of self-confidence that allows you to go and do things that people will tell you are impossible. And not bro, only are you telling bro, them it's possible, you're showing them it's possible. It's going to work or it's going to work. Like, there's no other way. It's going to work or it's going to work. There is no other option. There's none. Yo, I love this. I love this. I mean, we can get lost on mindset and we're probably going to come back to it. But I want to dive now into the credit, into the, you know, because you decided when you were stepping into this world of entrepreneurship, you went down the route of understanding and exploring credit. And I want to know, because for me, like I was the person that when you said credit cards, like my butt cheeks squeezed up and I got nervous. Like I grew up on debit cards. I grew up on pay for it cash. So credit scared the bejesus out of me, right? Mm -hmm. So how has credit changed your life? Tenfold, bro. So I funded my business all off credit. Um, Savings first. First business didn't really work out. Um, Launched a second initiative and funded it all off credit. Um, When I got fired from the military, believe it or not, um, I had a full-time position But when I say fired, so they said that, um, you know, they overspent on the budget and they have to cut people's orders. Unfortunately, which is a great thing, my orders got cut, but it's okay because that was the best thing that ever happened to me. Dude, when I went all in, my first month of going all in, I made my whole year's salary. 
first month of dedicating and going all in in my business. Made my whole year's salary in one month. I was like, oh no, it is on. Rinse and repeated it again. Boom, second month. Boom, third month. Yo, that's big. That's big. First off, congratulations. Because like y'all, are y'all listening? The man went all in on himself. He bet on himself. And this Mm -hmm. was not the first business. This was the second business. So you tried, you had a- Yeah, my first business was credit repair. Right. So, and that didn't take off as far as the second business. Nope. Right. But you didn't stop. You remained persistent. And this is what I want people to understand because some people have tried and they say it doesn't work. You have to make it work. It doesn't work because you didn't stick with it long enough. That's why. Like you can't be a guru in 90 days, bro. It don't work like that. Like you didn't give it enough time. You're not going to be an expert, a specialist in, 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 in 90 days. You can learn a lot in 90 days, but you, you got to stick with it. Because, bro, there's a test period. My test period was when I got fired, mm. when they cut the orders. Am I going to run to another job or am I going to believe in me? That was a test. Mind you, I got a wife and a son. A lot of people would just go straight to another job. I said, it's either going to work or it's going to work. And I was willing to bet all my savings on it. Yeah, let's go. That's big. So you start to get into the second business. And the second business was what exactly? It's a financial literacy program where I am not fixing your credit anymore. I am teaching you how to repair, restore, and rebuild your own credit because I know the sauce. I built out of 800 three times in one year. I know how to do that. So when I speak to people, I'm like, how many persons you know built out of 800 credit score three times in one year and have the receipts to show it? You see what I'm saying? So I know it. So now my thought process was, okay, well, how can Marlon know it? How can Rashida know it? How can Tevin know it? You know, how can everybody know it? So then I made the financial literacy program, the Consumer Law Secrets, which teaches people now how to repair, rebuild, and restore their own credit. Because now, if you pay me to fix it, right, and something comes back on it two months later, you got to pay me again. I don't believe in that. Why not learn so you can do for self? So you can do it every time something comes up. Every time something comes up, you have the tools and the equipment to do it. But not only that, you're able to pass on now the real truth about credit to your sons, your daughters, husband, wife, grandma, auntie, uncle. You now become the credit hero in your family. Why would you not want that? Yeah. Here's the thing, right? Because, Doreen, like, I, I want to like emphasize this, right? Because I, I know a bit about who my audience is because my audience like thinks like me. And I know for a long time, for a long, long time, man, I was scared of credit. I didn't understand the power of credit. I didn't understand the leverage of credit, which is why, first off, I'm happy that you started off with saying, go read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Go read Robert Kiyosaki because Robert Kiyosaki will help change how you view credit, right? We're going to change how we look at good debt and bad bad debt, right? Mm -hmm. 
why should people care about establishing credit? Like, why should people really like, because like, like I said, Dorian, like I was one of those people that was scared of credit. And now I am in a mad rush to build as much of it as possible to get as much access to capital. Have I ever been denied? Personally, I've been lucky. I have not been denied ever. Okay. So you never got told you needed a co-signer? No. You never got told you can't get this apartment because you don't have enough credit? No. You're not approved for this credit card. You're not approved for this line of credit. You're broke. Everything's maxed out. Dude, when you're there, you can't change homes. You're in a bad neighborhood. The car is repossessed. You don't know what to do. There's a bankruptcy. There's charge-off. There's collections. There's late payments. Not to mention late payments are illegal. Shouldn't even be on there in the first place. They say your utilization is high, which is also not supposed to be on there too. And all these things you can't move. You're in a bad zip code. The kids want to go to school. Your family expanded. You need now a bigger vehicle. You got a two-seater or a four-seater, but it can't fit four kids in there anymore. You need a minivan or an SUV. You can't get it. You don't have enough credit. Or if you do and they approve you, there's a hefty down payment that you got to put down, not to mention down payments are illegal, but you don't know that, right? And they're giving you an 18 or 20% interest rate. Wait, wait a second. When, bro, when you've hit those walls, you will know why you need credit. Credit, bro, credit is the GOAT. You know, you you just said some stuff. We can't skip over what you just said. Like you just dropped some. You just said down payments are illegal. Yep. And you said USC sixteen oh five, the finance charge. It's in there. Yo, come on now. It's gonna tell you that there's no cash transaction or no cash comparables when you have a finance charge involved. So if there's a finance charge, which is what happens when you finance a vehicle and there's a finance charge, there should be no down payment because the finance charges are some of our charges. Gap insurance included as well. So you shouldn't even be pulling off the parking lot without gap insurance included in your finance charge. But a lot of people don't know that. So they left no gap insurance. They met in an accident. They're upside down. Now it becomes a collection. It becomes a charge off or repossession. I'm telling you, bro, seen it all. See, so this this is what's interesting to me, right? Because what this is why, like, I was so captivated when you were first speaking, because you were saying things that I was like, wait, but everywhere I go, they always charge down payments. Everywhere yeah. I go, like they Ignorance do. Ignorance of the law is no excuse. Right. So, like, there was like things that were common practice where if you try and tell that to like the average person, they're gonna common probably practice tell you, oh. is not the law, though. Company policies are not the law. The law is the law. All right, tell you what. Where's your phone? You got your phone? I got my phone right here. All right. Pull up 15 USC. 15 USC. 1605. It's going to bring it to truth in lending. Truth in lending. It's going to tell you the truth about lending. 15 USC. 1605. 1605 finance charge and go ahead and read what the finance charge is all right here we go we got the finance charge defined 
except as otherwise provided in this section, the amount of the finance charge in connection with any consumer credit transaction shall be determined as the sum of all charges payable directly or indirectly by the person to whom the credit is extended and imposed directly or indirectly by the creditor as an incident to the extension of credit. The finance charge does not include charge of a type payable in a comparable cash transaction. What does that say? The finance charge does not include charges of a type payable in a comparable cash transaction. So where does the down payment come from? Have you ever seen your truth in lending statement when you purchased a vehicle or the retail installment contract? No, I haven't. So a lot of people don't even ask for it. You need to ask for it. There's a truth in lending statement, and it tells you what your APR is and your finance charge. If there's a finance charge involved when you finance a vehicle, the finance charges are some of all charges. There is no cash. You just read it. How are they taking down payments if there's no cash involved? Hmm. That voids a transaction because it's not included in a finance charge. Where does the down payment come from? They just made it up. All right. Um, 15 USC. All right, 15 USC. 1662, 1566, uh, 15 USC, 1662B, or 1662. Put it up and let me see what it says. All right, here we go. Advertising and down payment and installment. All right, go ahead. All right, so we got no advertisement to aid, promote, or assist directly or indirectly any extension of consumer credit may state. The specific period consumer credit amount or installment can be arranged unless the creditor usually and customarily arranges credit payments or installment for the period and that amount. That a specified down payment is required in connection with any extension of consumer credit unless the creditor usually and customarily arranges down payment in the amount. What did I just say? That they can't take a down payment? Wait, hold on. They can't take a down payment. Unless they specifically offer this down payment to everyone. So if I'm making a down payment of 4000 they need to advertise it. And that 4000 needs to be available to anyone. If that down payment that you're taking from me is not available to anyone, how can you advertise for a down payment? Huh. So if, if they're not offering it to every single person, then they can't be equal across the board. Huh. It says a specific amount. I'm sure it says a specific amount. It does. So let me ask, right? So from understanding this, what are you able to do with this information? Get your remedy. Call them out on your fraud. Prove. It's not what you know. It's what you can prove. So if you get your retail installment contract, you're able to show what the finance charge is. You're able to show that they charge you a finance charge. You're able to show where there was a down payment, and you're able to show where it says there is no down payment. With a finance charge, you're able to show under 15 USC 1662 that there is no down payment. And then you're able to show that it is a violation under civil liability to take a down payment or to um, 
any violation of truth in lending is $5,000. But then under criminal liability, you're able to tell that you're able to get back now in damages, double the finance charge. So whatever you paid for finance charge, according to 15 USC 1640, you're able to get back twice the amount of the finance charge, plus what you got under um, 15 USC 1611 for civil liability or for criminal liability. Wait a second. So if I'm understanding you correctly, and this is what like this is why I like talking to Doreen now, because like I learned something new. I'm genuinely learning. So with this being the case, then if I'm able to go back and show them that what they did was illegal, right? Because and mm-hmm. by the way, like what he just had me read, this is in the law book. Like I'm reading this from Cornell Law. Like this is written in our law. This isn't he didn't make this up. This is actually the US government website here that I'm reading this. These are the laws in our government. So I can go back and I can prove that what they did was illegal by having me pay a down payment for a vehicle. And now I essentially can, I can almost basically sue them, it sounds like. Yes, sir. And I can not only get back what I paid, but double of what the finance charge was. Well, go to 15 USC, 15, 15. <laughs> 15. 15 USC, 15. You can actually get three times the amount. Wait, what? 15? So you can get double the finance charge and three times that amount. All right, so 15 USC, 15. 15. 15. Okay. The code, records, and bureaus transferred to Department of Commerce? Yep. All right, so the official records and papers on file in and pertaining exclusively to the business of any bureau, office, department, or branch of the public service transferred to the Department of Commerce together with the furniture in use in such bureau, office department, or branch of the public service are transferred to the Department of Commerce. I don't know if it's that one. Let me check. That should, it's 1515, but let me see. This is crazy, though, because... So ask me a couple more questions until I find it. Right, so what, what I'm interested about is, right... How many rules are out there? Because this is what I think was one of the biggest takeaways after I talked. So do you have 15 USC 15? Oh, no, I had 15, 15. Oh, my bad. It's 15 USC 15. All right, let me see what this is. Suits by person. So the amount of recovery, except as provided in subsection, any person who shall be injured in his business or property by reason or anything forbidden in the antitrust law may sue, therefore, any district court of the United States in the district in which the defendant resides or is found or has an agent without respect to the amount in controversy and shall recover threefold the damage by him sustained and the cost of suit, including a reasonable attorney's fee, the court may award under the section pursuit to a motion by such person promptly made simple interest on actual damage for the period beginning on that date of service of such persons pleading setting forth a claim under the antitrust law and ending on the date of judgment for any shorter three period. times the amount bro that's wild and they're also paying your attorney fee yep that's i'm not making none of this up so why don't people know this you don't know what you don't know I want to know how many more rules are inside the book. This is why the mentorship is so important. This is why I tell people, yo, listen, it's not tooting my own horn, but I have the best consumer law mentorship hands down. And I believe that 
it's through education that we're going to really free our people because our people perish because of lack of knowledge. So coming here, I decided that I wanted to give your audience a special offer where I'm going to give them three eBooks. My um, Do For Self, The Educated Consumer's Guide to Repairing Your Own Credit so that they can start fixing their own credit. The Do For Self, A Lender's Guide to Getting Your Own Approval. And in that ebook, it teaches you where banks look, what credit score they pull, what consumer reporting agencies they look at, um, auto dealership, finance companies, um, credit unions, where are they looking for approvals, what credit score is needed. So if you know that, you know how to sequence a credit card, you know how to get um, $150,000 off of just nine inquiries, you know, three from each, mm. right? And knowing that, but for people that have bankruptcy, because, you know, it's COVID and a lot of people defaulted, a lot of stuff happened, and there's a few people that's filing bankruptcies. I'm giving also my do for self a guide to deleting your own bankruptcy. All three ebooks together are $1,040, but I'm giving it to your audience for $47. So I'll make that link available to you so that the information needs to get out there. We need to know this. Like, I don't know is not the excuse we should be saying anymore. Because it's not getting us nowhere. We need to execute. So I, I put that together and I want to make that available um, for your audience. Yo, I appreciate that. That is big. And like, I seriously, like that, first of all, thank you. Because that is big and you're changing. This is what I like. You're not just trying to do it for people because that's the thing. Like we all know this, especially like my audience, right? We know the importance of getting educated on understanding this for ourselves because we want to pass on things for our next generation. A lot of Mm -hmm. us focus on building legacy. And I said this before, if you are only focused on passing on the asset but you're not also looking to pass on the principles, the understanding, and the education. You are doing Don't your be a service. You're going to hurt them. Don't be a Vanderbilt. You need to be a Rockefeller. The Rockefellers passed on principles. Principles. They, they taught. Principles. Yeah, I love this. Vanderbilt, they just left a whole bunch of money. And in three generations, it's gone. I love this. I love this, man. So, so oh. I didn't prove to you that a late payment is illegal. Let's go. Oh, yeah. Break that down for me because I still I don't get that. That I truly don't understand. All right. So let's visit the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Type in your smartphone. 15 USC. 1681. Yo, I recommend if y'all are listening to this, also be doing this right now. Don't just take my word for it. Don't just take his word for it. Like, do this as well. 15 USC. 1681A. I'm sorry. 15 USC. 1681A. It should bring you to definitions, rules, and construct. All right. Here we go. Definitions, rules, and construct. Go down to number two. Exclusions. All right. Here we are. Okay. So, except as provided in paragraph three, the term consumer report does not include what does does not include mean it doesn't like it's not a part of this okay good continue okay so a subject to section 1681 um report containing information solely 
as to transactions or experiences between the consumer and the person making the report. What does that mean to you? So it does not include reports containing information solely as the transaction or experience. What is a payment history? Payment history is your transactions. Yeah. Your transactions make up your payment history. Every transaction you make is a payment history, is it not? You're right. So if your payment history or your transactions are not included, how can you be late on something that is not included in your consumer report? Yeah, because technically it wouldn't even be there. It shouldn't be there in the first place. So where does a late payment come from? They're just making it up. There you go. A late payment is a factor in your FICO score, not your consumer report. Your consumer report and your FICO score are two different things. I don't know why people are putting them together. They're not the same things. So I'll tell you what, look at the definition of consumer report. Let's see. There's a blue thing on it. So when you click it, it's going to give you the definition. Yep. So consumer report in general the term consumer report means any written, oral, or other communication of any information by a consumer reporting agency bearing on a consumer's credit worthiness, credit standing, credit capacity, character, general reputation, personal characteristics, or mode of living, which is used or expected to be used as collected in whole or in part for the purpose of serving as a factor in establishing the consumer's eligibility for credit or insurance to be used primarily for personal, family, or household purpose. Employment purpose. Do you see anything in there about a credit score? I didn't see the word credit score mentioned once. So it's not a part of it. Your credit score is not a part of your consumer report. That is a Congress definition of what your consumer report is. A credit score is not included in there. Credit score comes from either Fair Isaac Corporation, which is FICO, or the Vantage Scoring Model. Those are private companies. That is not your consumer report. Those are factors outside of your consumer report. The information in your consumer report is put into their system to give you a credit score. So the information from your consumer, I want to make sure I'm understanding this because I'm slow. I'm hard-headed. The information from your consumer report is mm-hmm. a factor that contributes to your credit score. But, your but, con- the, but the factors that contribute to the credit score are not factors that make up your consumer report. Ah. So your credit score shouldn't be... So it sounds like your credit score should not be affecting your consumer report. Your consumer report affects your credit score. Right. It's a one-way road. It's a one-way street. It's a one-way road. It's not a two-way street. They've been using it as a two-way street. No, we've assumed that. They never say it was. We take it upon ourselves to merge them together. They, They didn't say it was merged together. They never said it. We assumed it. They never said it. So why, so why is it important to understand this differentiation? 
That's how you get rid of late payments. That's how you get late payments deleted from your consumer report. When you comprehend their language, you're able to use your language to delete anything from your consumer reports. Look, I know you're enjoying the episode, but you all asked for it, and it's finally here. We finally created a space for us to come together every day and have these kinds of conversations. Not just be a fly on the wall and listen, but actually be in the room talking to one another, throwing ideas back and forth about mindset, business, entrepreneurship, growth, the books we're reading, the conferences we're going to, the conferences we're hosting, everything under the sun that has to do with entrepreneurship. You name it, we're talking about it. That's right, morningmindsetcoffee.com. Every day, Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern, we're getting together with entrepreneurs from all over the world so that we can grow together. You heard it a million times over. Your network is your net worth. So for $1, you can get into a room that will change your life. What are you waiting for? Morningmindsetcoffee.com. I'll see you in the morning. Now back to the episode. Yo, this is crazy. Because it's written right there. It's in their laws. It's right there. We're not making none of this up. It's right there. You just read it. You know, but here's the thing. And this is why, you know what? I will say this is why I can see the importance of having somebody to walk you through this and guide you through this. That is why I keep telling you the mentorship. (laughs) Excuse me. The fastest route to success is mentorship. There is absolutely no reason why anybody cannot do this themselves. You can, 100%. But you need to be able to discern their work. See, we have been taught to comprehend sentences. And you notice I never use the word understand because I am not under nothing. I comprehend everything. Mm. Under means you're below something. I never want to understand anything ever again in my life. I want to comprehend the statement. I want to comprehend what is going on. I want to comprehend the meaning. So when we break their words apart, you're going to find out that each word has an individual meaning. Okay, go back to 15 U.S.C. 1681. A. Right. Tell me, tell me what you think you're, def- what does person mean? Don't look at the definition yet. You tell me what you think person means. I think when they, I, when I hear the word persons, I'm thinking it means an individual, a, a human, a human being. A human being. Look at what Congress says a person means. Let me see this person. The term person, and this is right here. The term person means any individual partnership, corporation, trust estate, cooperative association, government or government subdivision or agency or other entity. So when they say person, they're literally talking about a lot. You're not talking about the flesh and blood person, bro. You're talking about corporations, estates, trust, governmental agencies. These are the things that they're talking about. But when you see the word person in their sentences, you think they're talking about you and me, natural human being. They're not. Interest, because in this, you're the consumer. And I want to make sure I'm comprehending. You're the consumer. I want to make sure I'm comprehending. You're the consumer. 
And they're talking yes. about experiences and transactions between consumer the and consumer, person. you and me, flesh and blood and the corporation. So if the flesh and blood person and the corporation that's making the report, that transaction history is not included. How can Capital One, Wells Fargo, Bank of America put a late payment on there if Congress says your consumer report does not include transaction or experiences between the consumer and the person making the report? Where yeah. does it come from? I don't know where it comes from, but I'm happy because my mind is starting to understand this. You are breaking it down. Right? Their language break their words down. Wow. That's different. That is No, different. read it again and tell me how you see the whole statement. Start from number two. So number two, right? Except as provided in paragraph, the term consumer report does not include, so it doesn't include these things. One is a report containing information solely as to transactions or experiences between the consumer, as in you and I, and the person, the corporations, the businesses, the entities making the report. So essentially, go. any of them making the reports, any of these businesses, any of them that are going and collecting the data and creating the report, it's not the supposed to be. Transaction history, it's not supposed to be reported. It's not supposed to be there. It says it right here in the rules. It says does not include. Steer language, bro. Wow. That's interesting. That's interesting. I mean, it's right there in plain sight. And this is what I'm talking about, though. It's like, because like you but said, it, right? We don't think know about the about difference of when you read it after I broke it down compared to when you just read it. The first time I read it, I had no clue what I was like. I was waiting for you to like help me make sense of it. And like, this is like, I see the importance of having like mentorship, having someone to be able to actually help you to understand, right? Because it's not something that I can't comprehend, but it was something that I needed like to be able to apart. Right. I need the help dissecting it. And now the scales have been lifted from your eyes. Now you can see their language. This is different. It's a different now with the comprehension, isn't it? It's way different. And you know what? This applies because being able to understand this opens up the door for a lot of opportunity. Bro, that's why I tell people, I can teach you how to delete any account from your consumer credit report, from your consumer report. It doesn't matter what the account is. Wow. Information. Because people, they, they say like you can't, there's certain things like they're like, yeah, I can't get the bankruptcy off of this report. I can't. Bullshit. According to this, it shouldn't be there to begin with. This one. So 15 U.S.C. 1681A4. So if you go to 15 U.S.C. 1681, right? And you click in there, it's going to give you 1681, then A. And when you scroll down to number four, it's going to tell you about a consumer's right to privacy. Here we go. Let's see. We got three. We got B, A, four. I see A, three. And I'm looking here. So did you click on 1681? Just 1681 by itself. 1681 by itself. No A. Okay, here we go. Down to four. There is a need for a consumer 
There is a need to ensure that consumer reporting agencies exercise their grave responsibilities with fairness, impartiality, and respect for the consumer's right to privacy. What does your privacy means to you? You notice Congress didn't define what privacy means. So if a bankruptcy is reporting, isn't that a direct violation of your privacy? Right, because that's private information. Privacy, yeah. So when you know that, and then you know that if you go to 15 USC, 1681B number two, it's going to speak about permissible purpose. You need to give them permission for them to report stuff. So if you didn't give them permission to report anything, how can you report something that I didn't give you permission to report? That is a, a, a direct violation now to my right to privacy. So wait, I'm like, cause I'm like starting to get excited. Cause my brain is starting to think about different things right now. So this is for, this is late payments. This is transaction because transactions that are part of the late payment. So this is how we can pull late payments off. And then is this also what you're doing with utilizations as well? So experience now. So, you know, when it says that a transaction or experience, your yeah. experience is the line of credit. Your experience is how much credit you're using that you got from the creditor. That's the experience between you and the creditor, the line of credit. What is the utilization? The amount of credit you're being used at any given time. So if the transaction or the experience is not included, where does the utilization come from? It is not a factor in your consumer report. Exactly. Wow. So if you can control the payment history and the utilization, those are the two biggest factors in your FICO algorithm, in the FICO score, because your payment history and um, the utilization make up 65% of the pie chart. If you can control that, how easy it is to build out an 800 credit score. I did it three times in one year. Yeah, this is crazy. And I got the receipts to show because I know people that are struggling right now to build their You don't up. know the things you don't know. This is why they got to change their mindset. It comes back to you. This is why their mindset have to be right before they can comprehend because they have to unlearn what they think they know to relearn what is actually there. The real truth about credit. Jeez, man. This is okay. I'm going to say it right now. Like you guys need to plug in with the rain because I'm learning right now. Like I'm about to plug in with the rain. Like this is nuts. Cause as you're saying this, like my mind is starting to see the possibilities. And this is something that I enjoyed that you talked about, right? Where it's, you know, we always talk about raising private money, raising OPM, raising OPM. We don't need it. We wouldn't need it. We can just we can leverage each other. We can use group economics. Yeah, group economics. Everybody get approved for a hundred bands. It's easy. The lender's guide is going to teach you where they pull from. So it's easy to run a credit card sequence off anywhere from seventy to a hundred thousand. Easy. Off of just three inquiries. Jeez. And then you could essentially do this again and again. 
Yeah, that's why I built out 803 times. I leverage it, wrecked it, build it back, leverage it, wreck it, build it back. And it's a bro, it doesn't make sense to have an 800 just looking at it. For what? You need to use it. That was one of the epiphanies, by the way, that I had when I first heard you. When you said it's not like if you have a 800 credit score and you've had it for a long time, all you've shown me is you that get you don't bored. Know right. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, with you get bored. I literally, I'm not telling nobody to do this. You know, I'm not even going to say it online, too, because when these creditors find out what I'm doing, they'll try to come at me using these interviews as, as proof. Oh, but shit. just know, when you know how the system works, you know how to play the game. Yo, that's big. So, yeah, I would recommend plugging in with Doreen. Doreen, I got, you know, I want to be respectful of your time because I know you've got a busy schedule. I know you're out there in Atlanta right now. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so I, I have two questions I like to always, you know, wrap up the interviews with and you tapped in on one of the answers or one of the questions a little earlier but i'm going to have you do it again this time utilizing two different things so i'm big into reading i know you're big into reading you said you read 140 books while you were in kuwait right Mm -hmm. besides rich dad poor dad and besides think and grow rich can you name two other books that were absolute paradigm shifts for you that your mind has not gone back to being the same since um Tax-Free Wealth. That's a good book. That's a really and that book. is by Tom Wheelwright. It shows you how Robert Kiyosaki, Trump, and all the big dogs pay zero in taxes. Legally. 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 And um, I read a lot of consumer law because that's my thing. Yo, you understand the law better than most attorneys, which is nuts. Like that's really like seriously, you dive deep into this. Like the fact that you can quote this just on the spot, like for people that are listening, like he's not pulling it up on computer screens. Like I can see the reflection in his glasses. Like he's not pulling anything up. He is pulling this from memory. He is in this stuff every single day. He is practicing what he preaches. So I appreciate that about you. Thank you, bro. So here's the second thing I want to ask, right? And this is one of my favorite questions. Let's imagine that tomorrow you wake up, right? You're still out there in Atlanta. And as you wake up, you are a blank slate. Like you forget everything. You forgot the last 12 years when you come from Jamaica. You forgot all the books you've read on consumer. You forget everything, the networking, the friendships, the experiences. It's all gone. However, as you're waking up and coming to consciousness, you're not scared. You're not freaking out. It's not a scary movie. You know, you know, you're in a safe place. You begin to have a thought. And as that thought comes to your mind, you don't question it. You just accept it as fact. You accept it as truth. And you begin to work with that new thought as the foundation of all things to come. What would you want that first thought to be? Finding a mentor in the area that I want to be in. Everything else will fall into place. That's big. That's the thought I want to come back first. Find a mentor in the thing you are most interested in. I can attest to that. That will change your life. My life started changing when I started getting mentors. 
when I started getting coaching and I started getting mentorship, my life absolutely changed. That is big. Yo, so Doreen, I want to say first off, thank you so much for making the time to be here today. Thank you for dropping the knowledge. Thank you. I feel like I just got a one-on-one masterclass. <laughs> like on the real. I literally like my brain is like, yo, time to go build out my 800. Like on the real. It's so, easy. It's easier than a lot of people think, bro. So I want to know, how can people plug in with you? How can they connect with you? So I'm going to send you the information to all my social media handles, as well as the link with the ebook that they can get all three ebooks for $47, as well as get an opportunity to join my mentorship. So um, on Instagram, if you type in Doreen Delevante, that's D-A-R-A-I-N-E. D-E-L-E-V-A-N-T-E. It will bring up my social media handles, um, the Credit Hero on Instagram, D Delevante on Clubhouse. On Facebook, it's the Rain Delevante. Reach out to me. I respond to all my DMs. Yo, you can email it. me at contact at DoreenDelevante.com. I'll give you all the links for you to put in the description. Yeah. So, guys, check out the description. If you're on Instagram, go connect with him. Go follow him. I got to say, by the way, Duran, I Googled you. I just Googled your first name and you <laughs> popped up. I was like, homeboy is on the first page of Google, the first link. And all I had to put was your first name, not even your first and last, your first name. And you came up first on Google. That was crazy. Thank you. Like you're doing good things, man. Like I seriously, like I appreciate the work you're doing. You're changing everything you're changing the conversation for the community you're changing lives so i wish you the best i wish god to continue blessing you that your life continues to grow that you can help grow other people and i'm looking forward to what we got planned in 2022 man yes sir yes sir and for those of you who are seeing what's going on i'm launching a clothing line soon so as y'all can see yeah oh yep there we go, that bankruptcy, student loan, consumer law. Let's go. Let's go. Yep, launching very soon. Yo, that's fire, man. I'm going to have to rock with one of those. I'm going to <laughs> I'm gonna have to get me a shirt or a jacket. Yeah, I'm launching this very soon. So y'all look out for that. I'm going to have those coming. Yo, Doreen, again, I appreciate you. I look forward to what we got going on. We got that conference coming up, as a matter of fact, in February. Yep. So if yep. you're listening to this before February, before that conference, be on the lookout. The conference is going to be dope. If y'all think this was fire, just wait till y'all see what I got at the conference. Yo, it's going to be insane. And yo, guys, if you enjoy these kind of conversations, which I know you do, you keep coming back to that next episode. We're at like episode 65 now, I believe, right? You keep coming back. You like being a part of these sort of conversations. You like being a part of these rooms. Make sure you actually come and plug in with us every single day. These conversations don't need to be once in a while. They happen. Yeah, leave days. the comments too because we want to know what you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. Leave comments and join yeah. the room. Go click, go onto my Instagram page. Go click the link in my bio and join yeah. the Morning Mindset Coffee Calls where we have these sort of conversations every day. I have guests like Doreen that come in in the morning and they break it down. Like you thought he broke it down today. Imagine what he could do if you're asking him direct questions. Right, like come join the community. So go check out morningmindsetcoffee.com. Jump in one dollar to try it out for a week. You come join the room, you join the conversation, and you are a part of a private community. You're a part of a network like this with people like the rain, with people like myself, with people like Matthew Simmons that we had on the show. It's different. You need to change the circle you're around. Yo, the rain again. I appreciate you, brother. Looking forward to our next episode.
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Okay, guys. So I really hope you enjoyed that interview. Once again, I ask that if you receive any value at all, I mean anything, if one thing stood out to you, leave a comment below. Let people know what that thing was. Let us know what it was. We do read all of the comments and absolutely share this with a friend. That is how we help each other, okay? The best thing you can do is pass on knowledge and information that's helping you grow. Send that out to your friends. Help them grow. Build your network and build your power team. Let's all get this together. So I want you guys to click that share button, click that like button, subscribe. Make sure you're here for the next episode. And remember that the greatness is already inside of you.